Good morning, Emmanuel. We are so glad you're here in person and online today. And I, I just want you to know all of them in the video, they are still Emmanuel family who used to serve together, but now God called them to serve in a different state or different countries. And then they sent a lot of video and we had a hard time to make a short. By the way, uh, Reverend Daniel Key, uh, one of the family in the video, here to celebrate our anniversary. And he was the first president of Asian American Ministry in 2012. And he and his wife, Grace, is our missionary in Asia. Where's Daniel? Would you stand, please? I think it's over there. Would you welcome him, please? Thank you for fast Daniel to join with us. In 2015, a member of church, uh, Emmanuel Church came to me. She excitedly told me that, Jongmo, now I could understand your accent of English. <laughs> that made me happy. But on the flip side, I was asking myself, what about the last couple of years? I mean, she had not understood me until then. When I came here like this today, you may not be aware, but I noticed when Pastor Mark preached, you reclined comf comfortably on the chair. Instead, I noticed you pulled your body forward to listen carefully to what this guy wants to talk about. Did you know that? It's a little bit better now, but I saw you lean forward five, five years ago like this. I think you need a phone number from chiropractic that Pastor Mark mentioned a couple of weeks ago. My presence may have made it uncomfortable for someone you to listen and worship. Today, I want to express my appreciation that you've bear with me and welcome me. Since then, I have discovered one thing. It was not only me stretched enough to adjust and readjust in a new setting where God called me to stand. You know, we would rather stay in the comfort zone. But God does a really good job of calling us to the uncomfortable zone or uncomfortable. Like I said, you all also had to adjust to the newness I bring in my new accent, my message, and culture, which must be somewhat different and unique in your perspectives. Emmanuel staff have a meeting every Tuesday. We plan things and make decisions on how to serve you and serve our God best. Usually, we have a fast proceeding discussion because we talk about various topics. There, if I started giving my own opinion, automatically, the tempo of the meeting gets slowed down. <laughs> the staff, staff stop talking and then focus on me and listening carefully. Not only my accent, but my way of thinking is different from others because my background is different. So I bring a different perspective and different opinions. 
So it takes time for them to listen. And even after they listen, they still, have a they still need a time to understand what Jongmu is bringing. Sometime, to be honest, for them to listen, and sometimes I think I felt sorry for them. And then I thought, often I wish I would be like them, speaking like them, thinking like them. Again, both of me and our staff stretch to embrace each other. If I put Asian American ministry in one sentence, I would call it to an invitation to discomfort. So today I'd like to share a message with the title, When God Calls You to Discomfort. There are two kinds of discomfort. The first discomfort appears in our lives, regardless of our will. In Genesis chapter 12, there was famine in the land where God called Abram to live. And Abram went down to Egypt there. This famine is not something Abram can choose or control. We often talk about this difficulty, especially this day, pandemic, inflation, parental divorce, and lost job are difficulties that we cannot control. But the second is a discomfort caused by our will and our decision. That is the difficulty I want to talk about today. Unlike the first discomfort, we are the one choosing the discomfort as an act of our faith. In Genesis chapter 22, God tested Abraham. God said, take your son and Isaac whom you love. Go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a bond offering. In this case, Abraham can make a choice. Before his decision, he can imagine how difficult and then how painful it can be to obey God's call. And it will be his decision whether he will step forward to showing his faith or not. It was the same with Jesus' death, too. In Matthew chapter 26, when Jesus was betrayed and arrested, Jesus said to the disciples, Don't you realize that I could ask my father, listen, for thousands of angels to protect us? And he would, he would send them instantly. But if I did, how would the scripture be fulfilled that described what must happen now? See, Jesus decided to go on the path of discomfort. He was the one who was submitting to the will of his father, which is the path of the crucifixion. When we start Asian American ministry in 2012, March, all leaders were Korean. But we decided our target profile is not only Korean, but all Asian American within eight miles of this Emmanuel Church and bring Asian and Americans together. Therefore, we decided not to speak Korean because all Asians speak different languages painfully, 
But gladly, we had to come out of our comfort zone. It's much better now, but whenever I prayed in English, I felt that God was far away. Not only language, but while I feel God's presence more intimately through Korean cry out prayer. I was familiar, I was not familiar with the conversational prayers I usually do here in Emmanuel. I question sometimes, do I pray to God or do I pray to make other people listening to me pray? I was so confused. It was my discomfort for sure. Why does God allow this ministry which caused you and me a taste of discomfort? There are times when God calls us to place where, where we are not familiar. Why? You know, Moses lived uh, as a prince of Egypt, but he had to live the Egyptian language, culture, and the authority he was comfortable with. You know, Moses killed an Egyptian, and now Pharaoh tried to kill him. So Moses fled from Pharaoh and lived in Midian for 40 years. And when he was comfortable living in there, which is Midian, when he was 80 years old, God called him to go back to Egypt and stand before Pharaoh, the most powerful man, and insist on releasing the people of Israel out of Egypt. As you know, Moses protested to God three times and pleaded with the Lord twice. He meant, God, you know 40 years ago, I tried to save them when I had authority, but I failed. And now I'm just nothing. I don't have authority. I'm not comfortable with go back to Egypt. Look at what I'm doing. I don't want to. I'm comfortable where I am at. Please send anyone else. Let's look at the Peter in the book of Acts chapter 10. It was the social or religious custom of food that was a problem for Peter. Gentile ate food that was unclean to the Jews. And God appeared to Peter telling him that all food is clean. When Peter took that first step that he had no idea what was going to happen, it was an uncomfortable way for Peter to visit the Gentile, Cornelius. God called him to step out of his comfort zone, and you all know the impact has rippled throughout the last 2,000 years. God is always with us, but when we are in a comfort, comfortable zone, it is hard for ourselves to see God. It is because when, where you are familiar, there are many things you can do on your own without the help of God. When God calls you to discomfort, you have to realize that God is inviting you to witness the wonder of God that cannot be done without God. It is time to see God. It is time completely 
outside our comfort zone? A time wondering why God called us? A time in tears? A time of feeling small? A time trying to remember not only who I am in Christ, but whose I am? A time to look up and see God who is bigger than discomfort? And in a time of discomfort, God's presence seems more apparent. Do you want to hear the voice of God clearly? Do you want to grow your faith more? Get out of your comfort zone. Yes, I met and witnessed the wonder of God's work while I stretched myself and he blessed me. Most of you know, God answered my prayer of 18 years. I am the first generation to believe in Jesus in my family. I started praying for the salvation of my parents and my family. But the more I love Jesus and his church, the more my family didn't like me going to church. I even gave up on that prayer in the middle by thinking it seriously, I don't think it worked for my parents. But the exact year we pioneered Asian American ministry in 2012, my mother who visited in US accepted Jesus as her savior through Pastor Mark. While I translated for her, I still remember being amazed by thinking, what's going on now? And in 2015, while my parents came to revisit us, at the Wednesday worship group led by Asian American Ministry, my father accepted Jesus as a savior through Ezra Park. That's why Emmanuel is such a special place. Another blessing is for me to see the growing ministry and glorify our leader, God. In 2008, Asians were significantly underrepresented in the Emmanuel population compared to surrounding area. Asian American ministry was launched on March 12, 2012. We started with three Indians and four Chinese American and three Korean families. And seven years later, in October 2019, we have more than 100 Asian American families attending to Sunday worship at Emmanuel. Not only that family, not only, not only that the number, that family represents 10 countries, Hong Kong, Vietnam, Japan, India, Korea, China, Singapore, Indonesia, Philippines, and Bangladesh. Praise God. God is greater than any fear we may have in discomfort. When I took the first step, confronting my fears and deciding to move forward, I saw God replace my fear with passion, peace, and lots of wonder of God. And his will be done. The vision of Asian American ministry is not the attendance of many Asian Americans in Emmanuel Church. Listen, Emmanuel. What matters 
most for Asian American ministry is our focus on integrating all of our diverse culture and diversity into Emmanuel Church so that we Emmanuel Church can create a unique and heavenly culture by retaining all of our varied cultures with the opportunity to share them. Everybody loves this vision, right? But you have to listen what it means. Create, creating a heavenly culture here in Emmanuel means we don't want to create many individual silos. Hey, this is only for Asian American. Hey, this is only for Hispanic or Black or Anglo American in this church. No. We pursue the vision of multitude tribe and nation, all worshiping, all serving, and growing together, a blended family of God. You are different, so am I. So all of us welcome one another. We believe God is calling us to integrate, not assimilate into the cultural mainstream. A century ago, many immigrants thought assimilation was the key and the answer. They often gave up their name, their given name for English ones, their language and heritage. As a Christian, some groups of people want to assimilate with the larger culture together. They tend to give up their unique Christian culture in order to blend in. But integration is that we recognize cultural similarities and differences and use them to create the new integrative culture here in Emmanuel. Let me tell you, it sounds discomfort, messy, not perfect, but it is beautiful. Asian American ministry is here to build a bridge between a dominant culture and underrepresented culture. We want to be friends who are there for one another. We are learning together to do so. You know, I have three children. As you all feel, if you are parents, there are times I am so amazed that all three were born from the same parents, but how their character and gifts are so different. While Seah, my first daughter, is quiet, our youngest Mina is so wild, <laughs> and I love them so much. I see that each has a different strength and weaknesses and respond differently to the same question. The difference looks so beautiful to me. Likewise, we are each with a different gift, strength, and reaction from God in each culture and ethnicity. Everyone and every culture is a beautiful creation of God. And when relationship is blooming, any discomfort formed from different background is overcome. I believe relationship is a key. Once relationship is built, we no longer be categorized by a particular skin color or cultural stereotyping. When you come to our house, 
we ask you to take off your shoes. You may taste kimchi, which is a Korean traditional food. Although it may be uncomfortable at first, it would not be an obstacle to becoming friends, don't you think? And there is no one so far who said, no, I don't want to take off my shoes, or I don't want to try kimchi, although I know some of you don't like it. Last Thursday, Pastor Jake and Pastor Mark and Baba, our worship director, whom I love, went to a Korean restaurant together in North Wales. They asked me to order the most spicy Korean food. Well, I did it! They kept telling me that I love it and this is not spicy at all, but I think Pastor Jake drank, drank one gallon of water at that time. This is the vision of Asian American ministry and dream of Asian American ministry. Let me share the short conversation I had with my beloved friends, Larry Adams. He loved this Emmanuel Church, and now I believe he sees our worship in heaven. Sometime I have a battle in me. I hear voice. This bridge ministry will never, never work. And whenever I am discouraged by this internal thought, I remind myself who was crying in front of, I was remind, I, I remind myself who was crying in front of Larry because I was so thankful to hear what he shared with me. I believe in the fall of 2015, after Sunday service, Larry grabbed me and talk to me. Some of you know I participated in Vietnam War when I was in my 20s. The Vietnam War was so brutal and the memories still remain as traumatic. So, I hated all Asian here in America. But through your ministry, I found out the truth from my heart. They are also God's beloved children through Jesus Christ. I met God who healed all the wounds in me, and I was able to love them as my brother and my family. I express my sincere gratitude for your work and glory, give glory to the Lord. Larry, who came one step forward through the bridge called Asian American Ministry, was healed of an incurable wound and experienced God's amazing, surprising redemption work of God. It is easy and comfortable for us to meet only people we prefer. But if you interact with brother and sister from different backgrounds, you will too experience this meaningful friendship that I had with Larry Adams. Sister Lewis once said, I didn't go to religion to make me happy. If you want a religion to make you feel really comfortable and happy, I certainly don't recommend Christianity. 
God doesn't call us as a Christ followers to cloud floating. No. Sorry. Christ himself commands us to embrace the difficulty, pain, struggle, and discomfort accompanying a flesh-denying, kingdom-proclaimed life until that day comes. Romans 8, 17 says, we share in Jesus' suffering in others so that we might be glorified with him. As I'm here to challenge you to step forward to discomfort so that we would together fulfill the will of God, which is the unity. This is my prayer. This is my hope. This is my dream. During the pandemic, many meetings and Wednesday worship had been canceled. You all know. I felt like I was standing in front of the blank sheet of paper, not knowing what to do. Only then did God begin to draw on the blank paper. It was to pioneer Second Asian American ministry. Our team and Pastor Mark kept dreaming of this, but it was a push out of the priorities. But COVID happened. COVID had reset all my plans, and God started to open the door toward the Second Asian American ministry in media. Pastor Swan and Jenny responded yes to the call of discomfort to this new planting ministry. As they say yes, Emmanuel Church Board and Media Church Board and the Philadelphia District Advisory Board spared no effort to support this planting ministry. On May 27, 2021, Swan and Jenny and their two beautiful children, Soa and Yuha, moved to Media, Pennsylvania, Tomorrow, June 6, 2022, Suan started his first day as a full-time minister as the media second Asian American ministry of Emmanuel Church. I also like to uh, express my huge gratitude to Asian American ministry leadership, David Chang, Lin Kim, and John Budry, Suhan Jong and my beloved wife Yoon, we laugh together, we cry together. We are all different, but we are all one in Christ. I'm thankful that they devoted themselves to create the culture of oneness here in Emmanuel. Lastly, in 2015 winter, we had an Asian American ministry appreciation night. We invited our church member and Philadelphia district leaders. The night was so beautiful. And when I was preparing the night, God told me that, Jungmo, many people may remember you as a pastor for multicultural ministry or Asian American ministry as it is your specific calling. But I want to remember you as my beloved son who always loved me with all your heart. I may talk about a lot, cultures and ethnicity in my ministry, but here is my center of heart that I don't want to forget. More than anything, I love Jesus. That's why I'm here. And I sang this song 
at that night. Can you play the video? I looked much younger than this video. <laughs> Here's the way how I am closing this message today. I want all of you to sing together this song as your confession and our confession. We express our trust in the Lord is greater than our fear and discomfort because we love our God, Savior, Lord and our friends, if it is your confession that Jesus Christ is more than anything, Jesus Christ is more than anything, would you stand, please? Let's sing together. More than anything, oh, more than I love you, Jesus, more than anything, oh, more than worthy when, more than life itself, more than life itself, I love you. time more than anything more than anything more than anything more than anything sing from your heart oh i love you i love you
I'm kind of thinking as today is a Pentecost Sunday, I'm, I prefer to pray in Korean, which is my mother language. 하나님, 주님이 우리를 얼마나 사랑하시는지 잘 압니다. 주님께서 우리를 얼마나 사랑하셔서 우리에게 당신의 유일한 아들 예수 그리스도를 보내주신 것에 대해서 감사를 드립니다. 어떻게 그 사랑을 갚아드릴까요? 게다가 성령님까지 우리에게 주시고 우리에게 힘을 주신 하나님께 감사와 영광을 주님께 올려드립니다. 주님 사랑합니다. 주님께 영광을 드립니다. 우리를 불러주셔서 주님의 나라와 영광을 위해 사용하여 주시옵소서. 우리의 삶의 존재와 우리가 호흡하는 이유가 오직 주님께 있음을 고백드리며 예수님 이름으로 기도드렸습니다. 아멘